0: Good evening, UAPSA, and hello to everybody. Let us embrace the year 2021 with a new series of UAPSA podcast entitled January Onset of the Future Architectural Society. This is Christine Octoso from UAPSA University of San Agustin, your host for today's episode. Episode 4 of UAPSA Litaan Season 4. For today's topic, we will be tackling about technologies and materials in architecture. And our speaker is the architectural intern of Archiglobal Incorporated from 2013 to 2014. He was a junior architect of Archi Global Incorporated from 2014 to 2016. He was the architectural supervisor of Zoomerfield Field Construction Incorporated from 2016 to 2018. He was also the architect and the team leader of NUD Studio from 2016 to 2018. He had his intermediate education at the University of. Of San Jose de Coletos. He also had his Bachelor of Science in Architecture at the University of San Carlos. Currently, the principal architect of his own firm, the Studio Each Architecture. Let us all welcome through you up Salitaan Architect, Alvin John Ponce. Good evening, Architect.
1: Hi, good evening. So thank you for having me here today. We yes, start bo, with the questioning.
0: <laughs> yes, well, and again, we would like to express our gratitude for giving us your time for this podcast. It's an honor to have you here. We will get on now with our topic, which is about technologies and materials in architecture. So we are very curious about this topic. And we are going to start off by questioning architect in the Philippines, what are the examples of emerging technologies and smart materials we have in our architecture?
1: Okay, so before we talk about technologies, let us talk about our country first. So the Philippines. So we only knew that Philippines have two seasons. We have dry and wet seasons. So, when it's wet, we experience heavy rain, and when it's dry, the heat sometimes can be unforgiving. So, with that knowledge, the Philippines is at least, or at least, the majority of its construction, we use steel and concrete because it is strong and lasts longer compared to wood and other building materials. So, with that, I'm gonna talk about the two or prominent construction methodologies here in our country. So, we have the conventional wherein the material Materials are delivered on site, then we build it there, and then the prefabricated construction. So this is becoming a growing trend. So what is a prefabricated construction or pre-cast construction? So in, it, in its definition, it is the basic. The basic example of this is a module of a building or a structure is produced in a factory, then transported it to the project site, and then assembles it there. So more or less, it's like a Lego. So but again, we need to remember that we are still very dependent in concrete. So even Though we're still dependent in concrete, there's some of the materials we're in. It's growing popularity in the construction industry. So we have the um, engineered wood, to name a few. Then basically the AAC or the autoclave aerated concrete. So a lightweight concrete in replacement to CHB. We also have um, other materials such as self cleaning paints, glass windows, and cutting panels so that dirt will just wash off in it rain. So again, our glass windows have also better R rating values, which means it gives better indoor thermal comfort we also have LED lights that gives three different lighting temperatures so daylight cool white and warm white then there are smart homes etc there's a lot of products that we can um, available already so we can also even build houses using steel purlins and exterior drywall materials so those are lightweight constructions so there are hundreds of products and technologies available in the market as a future designer it is in our duty to do the, our research and weigh for ourselves if this is workable in our project so let me talk a little bit about AAC or aerated autoclave aerated concrete as this is one of the precast products product I have experience working on this is a lightweight panel that replace a CHB or drywall because it has, number one, better insulation and it is very easy to install. So the standard size of this is 600 mm by three meters and the thickness is varying. This panel significantly reduces labor costs, construction time, construction waste state because with this, it's very easy to erect walls in our building, meaning it's very fast to enclose our structure. In my experience, I could really recommend that this one of a very good product in replacement for the CHB. I think that answers first question. Wow, that
0: was a vast of information for uh. us architect and we learned a lot about this emerging technologies and smart materials we have in the country. What are the benefits brought by this emerging technology? Also, what are their disadvantages?
1: So the benefits of these products and materials are they, are they significantly reduce the construction time. So for example, with the pre construction, a lot of time is spent on planning to shorten the construction period, meaning lesser labor costs and lesser waste of on construction material because most of the precast items are modular meaning what is on plan um the fabrication is as much as possible less than zero to zero or less um error on erection so with the benefits of the new materials for example the aac they give better insulation in which return give better indoor temperature which converts to lesser energy consumption in term mas makakatipid tayo sa electricity sa bahay natin most of the products also and even the construction methodologies answers already the questions on sustainability because it avoids waste which is very important to reduce in our industry. In the disadvantage, disadvantage might not really be the right word but a challenge because a challenge for the public to see the benefits of this new construction waste and materials as per experience, it is always the cost that overshadows the benefit. So the challenge for us designers is to make the cost, to make the client realize that the cost is a worth it investment. Meaning, aside from having a good value of the structure mas ano pa mas parang mas modern yung ating mga building in such a way in terms of its material so I guess that's my answer for the second question
0: well I could not agree more about their advantages we really understood that despite their positive effects there will always be challenge how can this improved building technology save such structures or homes during calamities tragedies or other unwanted incidents
1: were always thought that prevention is better than cure as an architect and you as a future designers architects as well always choose and study your site properly only build inhabitable areas so do not build on floodplains or construct buildings on top of fault line so a good site always determines the success of the project very important to do your research and let me talk about my time in zoomer construction because zoomer is a precast company so we have this project wherein we are tasked to answer the call for emergency shelters. So we answered it by designing a 7 by 9 meter single-story structure which we were able to erect in just 3 days. A complete structure with doors and windows, purely made of concrete from slab, walls, and the roof. So the pro- the project was a success. We are quite proud of the output for it will not only answer the problem of emergency shelter but also could address our country's problem in proper housing. Basically, maganda yung leaning ng ating industry now, na papunta tayo sa precast construction because it definitely reduces the construction time. With that, with a faster construction time, mas madali maka-answer sa emergency problems and other backlogs in housing. I guess that answers my then, the question. <laughs>
0: Indeed, this improved building technology can really be of great help during hard times. And as architects, we need to have a good plan and we need to study our site properly. And lastly, for our question for you. Architect, how can we convince landowners or people to integrate these technologies and materials to our structures?
1: It is always the client. I could I maybe I could call them the best clients because the best clients are the ones who include sustainability in the direction of the project. It is easy to introduce to them a technology and materials if they are already willing to do it. But since not all clients are familiar with sustainability solutions, as the head of the project, as architect, we suggest to our clients that there are products and technologies which would add value to the project, telling them the benefits and advantages. We can also convince them through cost comparison, meaning they might have large investment. At first, those investments will eventually pay off in the long run. In the end, we can say that a structure built with sustainable materials and solutions have a better market value than those who don't. So we just have to make them realize that not only they're investing in a high market value structure because it's very sustainable sustainable, uh, structures with sustainable solutions tends to have a higher market value, mas, parang mas expensive siya in way which is because it answers the call for sustainability and it also helps in saving Mother Nature because we are we are all familiar with climate change and in our little ways we are trying to mitigate or try to reverse the effect. But with this the structures that are, that that incorporates um, sustainability, mas higher ang kanyang market value with that, mas profitable siya for the business for the businessman? I guess that answered that question.
0: Thank you for that architect. We hope that we can use your advice and your tips in the future. And to recap, the beginning of civilization as we know really started with a series of material innovation. The Bronze Age and the Iron Age set us on the path to where we are now. So it makes sense that the history of architecture is deeply ingrained in technological developments at the time. Once again, Thank you architect Alvin John Fonse. We really had a great time with you. Thank you for your knowledge, time, and cooperation. But lastly, we would like to ask if you have any last message to all our architecture students or to all who are listening right now.
1: To the future shapers or current shapers of our city, meaning the ones who are trying to build a new one, give importance to research. I mean, research is research your site, research the project brief, and the materials that you will be using. It's very important that all your decisions are informed decisions, not just guesstimate, but my information tayo na to back our every decisions along the way. The best architecture are those structures that gives the user the best experience. Aside from just designing for the loop, also invest or also try to design for the experience of emotional for the users. Always design so, with that, I would like to close this interview by thanking you all for giving me a chance to talk, to share my knowledge and experience and have a good night and stay at home.
0: (laughs) And there you have it. This ends our episode 4 of UAP Salitaan Season 4. Technologies and Materials in Architecture. I hope you learned a lot and enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to follow, tag, and share your thoughts with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at National and subscribe on our UAPSA TV YouTube channel. Thanks for listening and praying for a healthier, safer, and a more peaceful year to all of you. This is Christine Octoso, your host for episode four. Until next time, goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Thank you.